Who are you? The new number two. Who is number one? You are number six. I am not a number. I am a free man. 22 Acacia Avenue. This is the color of your smile. You're listening to the Growing Up Rock Podcast with your host, Stephen Michael and Sonny Hollywood Pooney. So, what's going on, Hollywood? Here we are oh, again. Oh, man. I got, uh, I went to an interesting movie the other day. Do tell. Tell us all about it. Well, wait a minute. Before you tell us about the movie, uh, let's talk about the word of the day because we want to start folks off uh, drinking heavily uh, to get themselves through this episode. So the word of the day is soporific, S-O-P-O-R-I-F-I-C. And that means, Sonny, that it tends to cause sleep or tending to a dull your awareness. So I'll use it in a sentence for you. Is it possible that the movie you saw the other day had soporific effects and it had you fighting to stay awake? Is that a possible thing? Uh, There were moments. All right. Tell us about the movie that you went and saw. The movie I went and saw, Sammy Hagar just turned 70 this past October. And last 20 or so years, I think it's been 26 years, He's been doing a birthday bash set of shows at Cabo Wabo, his bar in Cabo San Lucas. And usually he does like three nights. He'll do two nights in a row, take a night off, and then do the next night. So what they decided to do this year was because it was his 70th and that bar only holds 750 people. And I've been in that bar and there's 750 people. And it's one of those things where if you raise your hands up, you ain't getting them back down because there's no room next to you. Like it's that tight, (laughs) tight, Um, tight, tight. Yeah. So they decided to allow fans to experience it by releasing it as a movie one night only private event. And uh, fathom events was uh, kind of taking the lead on this thing. And it's called Sammy Hagar's red till I'm dead. And I just saw it a couple of nights ago because it was one night only. Did you run into uh, Did you run into uh, Ian Wadley there? Because he, no, he's did a not. big Hagar fan, no. I hear. Yeah, yeah, big Hagar fan. <laughs> and I am. I am a Hagar fan. I've never hidden the fact that I'm a Hagar fan. I like Sam. Uh, yeah, and I agree with you. Van Halen and Van Hagar are two different bands, yep. right? That's just what it is. And what's interesting is this movie theater is one of those ones with the recliners and they sell alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Got one right around the corner. The recliners were actually red. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. That's right? very cool. Yeah, since it's Sammy. The movie theater probably holds, I'm going to ballpark it at 100. Want to take a wild guess how many people were there on a Tuesday night? 50. Lower. 25. 15. Yeah, because they didn't advertise it very well. Yeah, they did it through Facebook, kind of. Dude, right? everybody's everybody's saving their money for um, Jedi tickets. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was an interesting, it's kind of like a concert movie slash documentary 
a lot of different people saying happy birthday in between songs and you know you see him land in Kabul from the plane and so it's you know it's kind of got that vibe it's not all just straight concert music and that's it one of the interesting parts is because it's three different nights instead of doing like and I don't remember exactly how much songs they did I didn't count them but we'll go through them but let's say they did 12 songs instead of picking like Four songs from one night, put those together. Four songs from the second night, put those together, and so on. They cut in and out of the nights. So there would be a couple of songs he's wearing one shirt. Uh-huh. And then a song where everybody's dressed different. So so are you talking about like, um, and I'll just, I'll use this as an example. So, so are you talking about like they start One Way to Rock and they do half the song uh, and he's wearing jeans and a t-shirt and then they finish out One Way to Rock and he's wearing like a dress? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no, no. They didn't do it in between songs, but they would finish, let's say, two complete songs. Yeah. And then they would, let's say there's a bunch of people saying, happy birthday, Sammy, 70th birthday, right. blah, 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 blah. And then they will cut to the third song, but it's from a different night. Yeah, well, that doesn't that doesn't surprise me at all, though, because, I mean, you know, all they do is they throw all these songs in a hopper and pick the best ones. So yeah. that doesn't surprise me at all that they did it that way. I was yeah. worried there for a minute because I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking that they edited <laughs> the song in the middle of the song. No, so. No. Okay. Well, that's cool. All right. Yeah, that's not that's not that big of a surprise. And as long as it's, I mean, I prefer documentaries over just concert films because, you know, concert films for me tend to get a little bit boring from time to time. I like the behind the scenes documentary shit. So, yeah. And I would say my expectations were high. So I went to the birthday bash in 2012. And I went to one of the shows. It was great. And, you know, the way you get into one of these shows as of late, including 2012, is you think you're buying a ticket online. But really what you're doing is buying a place in line, hoping you're one of the first 750 to get a ticket. (laughs) And then you pay for a ticket. So it's not easy to get in. So it's not like you know 100% you're getting in because you bought something online. Yeah. It's pretty close, but it's not. Do people camp out? Oh, hell yeah. Like nights before. So probably waiting in line at Cabo for one of these tickets, there are probably a lot of people that were uh, soporific. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> but once you get into the place and a show like this starts, because it was so difficult to get in, it's diehards. They know every word they know every note. You could literally stop at any point to the song, point to the crowd, and the whole crowd sings yeah. the word. Like that's the energy that's in that place. And that's – I guess I was trying to relive it through this movie yeah. five years later, right? So you got reminiscing a little bit. What was your overall opinion of the thing? I mean was it worth the watch or was it completely a waste of the night or what You know, what was your end thought? Yeah, it was worth the watch for diehard Sammy fans. It's more of a party about everybody else that was there versus just Sammy's songs. Right. And that part I didn't like. Like if I want to see Eddie Money doing two tickets to paradise, I'll go to an Eddie Money show. I don't need any money going flying to Cabo Wabo to do it with Sammy. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, and you could tell the crowd wasn't into some of these weird things that were happening with other people on the stage yeah. along with Sammy because they don't know some of those songs. I liken that whole thing to no different than the rock and roll residency thing that happens in Nashville that I went and did. And I wrote a piece on the on the uh, show on the Grown Up Rock website. You can go there and read it. But it's kind of the same thing, which is you got these guys that play and all these people from all these different bands show up and you know they pick songs to do together and some of them are great and fantastic and some of them you don't even know and some of the people you know and some of the people you don't know and some of the songs are songs you love and some of the songs are songs that you you don't give a shit about so it's kind of the same type thing really you know yeah yeah you know and the difference is you would kind of know you're getting into that if you go to a residency show. Yeah. To fly to Cabo to see somebody you absolutely adore, because otherwise, why would you be fl- spending all the money? Yeah. Right. Besides, Cabo's a great place to vacation. I've been there several times. You're not flying to Cabo Wabo for this thing to see a Sammy Hagar concert, because if that was the case, you'd go anywhere and see a real Sammy uh, Circle, you know, the Circle concert or whatever. You're going to Cabo to experience this whole thing, right? Because this thing with his birthday has become a thing. I don't think anybody's going there to watch a bona fide Sammy Hagar concert. You know, I don't, I think they're going there to camp out on the beach. Probably a lot of them are turning it into a vacation in Cabo and they're going there. They're drinking a bunch of booze. They're listening to some rock and roll and hoping they rub elbows with some of these rock stars, right? That's what I yeah. think. Yeah, and that's fair. That's fair. So, so uh, it was okay. You yeah. just got to You got to be a Sammy fan. I hear there's you. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. All right. Well, listen, we got a ton of music, so yeah, uh, let's get into a few of these things, and uh, we want to do some shout outs, thank some folks for supporting the podcast and sharing some of those episodes. And if you're a new listener to the podcast, Samantha, the lovely and talented Samantha, tell these people a little bit of information on our podcast, please. Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. All right. So Grown Ups of the Week, we have a ton. So I will start the way I'm going to end. And that is I want to thank everybody for sharing us and spreading the word. But we got some great shares this week. So Grown Ups of the Week, Decibel Geek Podcast are buddies, New Rock Unchained, Restrained, End of Days, Finnegan Odell, Eladio, Scalia's Ghost, which is a Twitter handle. The Hustle Podcast shared us, which is really cool because we really love their podcast too. I like John. The Flesh Prince. Yes, L-E-S-H. It's a Twitter handle. Amber Bits, uh, Cindy Rusek, Jim uh, Polkowski, Samuel Wetz, uh, Kalen Provo. Thanks, Kalen. Aaron Baker shared, and he even said, uh, my first concert ever was Fozzie on the Do You Want to Start a War Tour? And they opened up with War Pigs as their intro. Do you want to start a war as the opening song on the set list? Then my last concert, Queensryche, with special guest Kicks, opened up with Midnight Dynamite, and Kicks opened up with Hellfire. So he was kind of sharing our episode. Yeah, and, oh, Queensryche, Queensryche opened, opened up, up with Hellfire. This guy, Aaron, must be fairly young. 
yeah. his first concert yeah. was Fozzie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That uh, is Fozzie and not Ozzy. <laughs> yeah, that's Fozzie. Yeah. Right. yeah. But, it, you know, we pr- appreciate him listening. Yeah. Uh, Nighthawk, Rick Friel, Jackie Hopstetter, Melinda, which is a Twitter handle, Save Rock and Metal, which is a Twitter handle, Daryl Alber from Agent K Collectibles, Tom Dust, Anna Maria, Maria de la Cruz, Joe Becht, Rudy Sarzo, which is a Twitter handle. It has a picture of Rudy in there, but I don't know if that's the Rudy, the real Rudy. So the way to tell if it's the real Rudy is it should have a blue check next to the uh, picture. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, so it's not the real Rudy. Yeah, Chuck Boyle, Neil Bees, who is our friend from Australia. Yep. Uh, Stephen Edmondson, Otto Erland Gregerson. Brandon Bell, Killing Grace, which is a band out there. Minor Mine, which is another band out there. Janet Eck, Heart of Markness. Uh, Ruben Garcia, Jules, which is a Twitter handle. Jason Kearney, <laughs> he, because uh, we talked about the 1990 White Snake Slip of the Tongue show that uh, on our last episode, yep. and Jason was at that show. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, come to find out, he lives in Northern California. Enrique Benjamin. Damien Sheriff, who is a truck driver, says we keep him entertained, which is cool. Uh, Brian Dennis. So Brian Dennis has uh, this podcast called Damn Good Movie Memories. I binged on it the other day and listened to like seven episodes in a row. Is it good? That's a damn good podcast. Hey, let me ask you this. Do you think Damien, I hate to rewind, but do you think Damien Sheriff ever gets sick of people going, hey, there's a new sheriff in town or (laughs) I shot the sheriff? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, with a a last name like Sheriff, come on, you're asking for it. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Damien, thanks Uh, for driving those trucks, buddy. We're glad we can entertain you. Yeah. And Brian Dennis is another Cali- Northern California guy, so that's cool. All right. Uh, Focus on Metal Netcast. Is that the same as the Focus on Metal uh, podcast? Podcast? No, it's different. It's a completely different set of people or what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Different set of people. Okay. At least it looked like it. Okay. VG, which is a Twitter handle, is a, he's a Spanish fan. Jody Havnot, Bill Algy, Aaron Camaro, our buddy. All right. He wrote, uh, he wrote the Camaro. Yeah. Uh, Shane Abert, uh, a.k.a. the Mooger Fuger, Courtney Cronendold, our friend. Jason Alexander, that's my friend, not the Seinfeld guy. Pittsburgh Nerd Pod, which is a pop culture podcast. Uh, Les Paul, oh, that is not the real Les Paul. Les, Les uh, Paul is dead, so I fail to believe that yeah. Les Paul shared our episode, I'm just saying. Our buddy Tony Masalam from Restrained, and he agreed with me on the BLS Crazy Horse comment because he was standing right next to me when we were there. Yeah, there you um, go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Metal Empire Mag, which is a Twitter handle. Sonic Night Music, which is a record company that shared us. Okay, cool. David Hudson and Digital Kill the Radio Star podcast. Amy Lynn, Carrie S. Davis, our buddy Steve Wright. And then Andrew Jacobs not only shared us, but had a Facebook post out there about his top 10 podcasts in 2017, and he had us at number nine. Oh, coming in in the top 10, cracking the top 10. Yeah, Andrew yeah. Andrew did a time capsule episode on Grown Up Rock, which you should go back and check out. He's a nice guy and definitely a KISS freak. I mean, he loves those KISS podcasts, which is cool, but uh, we're happy to share uh, the company and just crack his top 10 and entertain him. So thanks, Andrew. Appreciate you, buddy. Yeah. So again, finishing where we started, thanks for all the support. Thank you for sharing, spreading the word. We really appreciate it. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it's cool when people come on and like the Facebook page and 
some going to the uh, website grownuprock.com and checking out what's on the website and all that's great but uh, it definitely means a lot to us when you share it with other people because that's kind of how the word of mouth gets out there and you know something that we're uh, we haven't had lately uh, and I'm going to start pitching a fit like uh, Aaron Camaro is uh, we haven't had any reviews lately so nobody to tell us we either suck or we're awesome Uh, So I would appreciate a five-star review from some of these folks would be awesome either on iTunes or make it easy on you and put it on our Facebook page. That would be equally as cool. Sonny, I don't want to start half to pitching a bitch uh, when we don't get no uh, reviews. You know what I'm saying? Please, people, give us a review. Steven's bitches enough. (laughs) I like bitching. It's It's my pastime. (laughs) <laughs> so, um, what do we what do we got coming up a little bit later on this episode? So, the title of this episode is "Color by Numbers," and this is a Hollywood exclusive, folks. This is a Hollywood original, not Netflix, but a Hollywood original. <laughs> Sonny comes up with this idea, and he he pitches it to me, and he says, "You know, what if we we went after some songs that have." either a color or a number in them. Uh, And I said, okay, well, you know, that sounds interesting. Why not? So I start doing research and come to find out, good God almighty, there are more damn numbers and colors in song titles than is even imaginable. I mean, I just started digging up ones. I had to narrow my list from about 100 to, to five. So we're only scratching the surface with this. So, so I said, Sonny, good God, man, I got a hundred songs here. How am I going to get this down to five that I can play and five you can pick? Sonny picked his five right off the bat. Sonny goes, why don't we make a series out of this? I said, okay, I'm intrigued. Tell me more. So Sonny, why don't you explain to the folks what this, uh, what this uh, little series is going to become over the you know, it's just not every week, but it's going to yeah. be a reoccurring series from time to time, kind of like uh, the This Ain't No Disco uh, series yeah. that's going to reoccur every so often. What What is this color by numbers going to be? Yeah, so, you know, like you mentioned, there's so many songs with colors and numbers. There's so many band names with color and numbers. There's so many album names with colors and numbers. So we have so much to choose from. I figured this one we do kind of like colored by numbers the deep cut edition and then we might be doing a more mainstream edition and and we we might even be able to do just 70s just 80s just 90s so um just the black series yeah just just the the reds yeah yeah. just the blues (laughs) i typed in black and hit enter on the search on my iTunes library, and it was pages and pages and pages. I'm all, God, <laughs> what did I get myself into? <laughs> <laughs> the color black and blue came up more than than so many times. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we have uh, some cuts here that are some deep cuts, so I think this is going to be a fun episode. Yeah, these are going to be killer songs too, man. I was excited about this set list because we're playing, well, I'm playing some bands that, for sure, not the mainstream. I mean, there's a couple of them that you've heard of before, and maybe you've heard of all of them, but I'm getting to pick some things uh, that, that I really like that I don't get to play all the time, so I'm definitely psyched about that. But 
We'll get into that as this episode starts, but before we can do that, we have to do... It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. All right, so I'm taking the uh, the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight this week because this is a band that I discovered on Spotify that I really, really dig. Uh, and Sonny said, hey, why don't we go ahead and do this? So we are going to feature a band called Bigfoot. Not Sasquatch, but Bigfoot. Just another name for Sasquatch. Anyway... Bigfoot is a five-piece hard rock band based in Wigan, England. They were formed in uh, 2014. And this band, I've been listening to this debut record, which is uh, just self-titled debut Bigfoot. Uh, And it's killer, man. I'm really, really digging on this band. And so today we are going to feature a song from that record. Sonny, you got any thoughts on Bigfoot? I love Anthony Ellis' vocals. He's got that really cool soul in his voice that i just absolutely love and uh there i don't think there's any songs on this ep that are uh saporifics i could tell you that <laughs> good one and this is another band that frontiers signed man frontier records man they're they're really doing doing their job to keep this type of music in the mainstream for us uh rock and rollers so uh, we appreciate frontiers records yeah, I, most of the bands I listen to now are on Frontier. So, yeah, he's kind of cornering this music for sure. All right, so this is Bigfoot with a song called Fear. If I stayed or departed One night of fire Is one night of history Walking away But it still seems to follow me
Yeah, you got to love that riff and the great backing vocals. And Anthony can sing. These guys, uh, God, I hope they come to the States. They tour a bunch. They're touring a bunch in Europe. I just hope they get to do it here, too. Yeah, that's the problem with all these bands that are European bands that don't make no sense for them to come to the States. They can't afford to come to the States, so they just tour Europe and Spain and places like that. It's killer. All right, it's time to get into this Color by Numbers episode. Sonny, what do you got? Because you're going to kick it all off for us. All right, so we are finally going to play a Bon Jovi song. Your wife has got to be excited. <laughs> My wife likes Bon Jovi a little bit, but she doesn't love them. <laughs> now, if you were to if you were to holler out Matchbox Twenty, then we got something. Oh, okay. okay. Bon Jovi. She, she, I guarantee you, she doesn't know this song because wow, you know, I mean, it wasn't one of the hits, but this is a great song. I put this on some of my mixes, especially my summertime mixes. Yeah. So you know, after the. Mega hit Slippery When Wet sold 28 million albums, 12, millions, 12 million albums in the U.S., number one album. A couple of years later, they released an album called New Jersey. And, you know, total loser album because it only sold 7 million in the U.S. and only half of the 28 million worldwide. So I guess it's a loser album. But anyway, it spawned three number one hits and two other top tens. Uh, or two number one hits and three other top tens. I'll Be There For You and Bad Medicine were number one hits. Born to Be My Baby, Lay Your Hands on Me, and Living in Sin, believe it or not, was in the top 10. But I actually think that one of the better songs on this album is the one we're going to play for you now, written by Mr. John Bon Jovi and Richie Sambora. Here is 99 in the Shade. Yeah. 
Yep. Like that song. That's a great song. Very, uh, very pop oriented, but very catchy. That's, you know, I dig that song. I've always liked that song off of uh, New Jersey uh, for sure. So, all right. On to mine, brother. I'm going to get us kicked off with a deep track. This is a band that I've talked about a few times. They're not a very popular band or big band. Certainly not a Bon Jovi status. This is an Australian band called Cortini. Um, I mentioned Cortini back uh, when I did the episode with the Decibel Geeks on Under the Influence ACDC. Um, because they have that kind of ACDC vibe, not necessarily just because they're from Australia, uh, but just because they kind of have that vibe. Uh, but this song, man, they're just a kick-ass rock and roll band. There's not a whole lot I can say about this song. This song is off the 2009 Game of Fools record. I encourage people to go check this band out. It's spelled K O R. I-T-N-I, and we will put it in the show notes. But this is a song flat out called 155. What do you think, Sonny? What's your take on this band? I didn't know anything about this band, and I listened to your ACDC episode, but I must not have connected listening to this band. I thought you had misspelled something on the show notes. Nope. <laughs> I didn't even know this band existed, So, uh, but this is a good song. Yeah, man, this band is killer, man. All these records yeah. that they've put out have been really, really good, so I encourage people to check that out at all if you're into rock and roll, uh, which hopefully you are if you're listening to this podcast, but... Here we go, Cortini, 155.
Yeah, that, that's uh, that's a pretty killer tune. Uh, it, it's got a little bit of it's got a little Buck Cherry in it, right? Well, I guess Buck Cherry's a little ACDC too, huh? A little bit. I think these guys have probably been around for equally as long as Buck Cherry, but yeah, yeah. But it, that that's a good song. I mean, for it's heavy. The guy can sing. Yep. Um, you know, it's written well. That's a good song. Yeah, this is a band that I think if you explored a little more, you would end up digging. Yeah, I got to check them out. For sure. All right. All right. So uh, my next pick, band called Hurricane. So some may know this, Kelly Hansen's basically first band. Kelly Hansen obviously is the, uh, the singer for Foreigner now. Hurricane was around technically for a good span of time. They just didn't release a lot of albums. And you're going to be very, very surprised at who produced some of their albums. But they had an album called Take What You Want. They did okay. But the album that kind of put them on the planet for the people that know them is Over the Edge, which had I'm 18 on it, which was the Alice Cooper uh, cover. And then I'm, I'm On To You, which was on MTV and it was on rock radio. That album was produced by Bob Ezra. Most likely, that's how they got the Alice Cooper song to begin with. Well, and you want to tell who else is in Hurricane or who else was in Hurricane along with uh, Kelly Hansen? Robert Sarzo, which was Rudy's uh, brother yeah. on guitar. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the story with uh, with Robert is Rudy got Robert the audition with Ozzy um, right. to play guitar after uh, Randy had uh, passed away. And uh, he was really close in the running uh, towards the end, but um, yeah. he didn't end up getting the gig. So anyway, a couple of years after Over the Edge, they released Slave to the Thrill in 1990. Producer, Michael James Jackson. There you go. There's your Kiss connection. And the Ezra and Chris connection, right? So obviously these guys had some backing, but you know, for whatever reason, they didn't make it. Yeah. 11 years pass. We get to 2001, and they sign on with Frontiers, and they release an album called Liquid Fury. And it's a little bit heavier than some of the poppy hurricane stuff. This album is available on iTunes, so if you want to check it out, Liquid Fury by Hurricane. But the song that we're going to play for you is a really uh, really cool tune off of there, and I think it's the second song on the record, and it is called Gold River.
so I would love to give my opinion on, is it Gold River or River Gold? Oh, River Gold. Sorry. Okay. So I would love to give my opinion on River Gold, but I can't because I have no clue where the hell this song came from. And I've got both those Hurricane records, but this song isn't on either one of them. So, uh, I, I think this album sold like six copies. I just happen to have one of them. So... Uh, I'm sure I'll listen to that song and tell you whether it's good or bad uh, in the show notes, but here when I can't listen to it, yeah, I have no clue. So maybe it was good, maybe it wasn't. I hope you all enjoyed it either way. And here, Sean Manning is playing guitar at this point, and it's a great guitar solo. I mean, they didn't miss anything on guitar uh, with a new guitar, so it's good stuff. All right, cool. All right, so from one unknown band to another, I'm playing (laughs) hopefully killer music that you guys dig but i'm going to talk about adrenaline rush and adrenaline rush is a female fronted hard rock metal band they just released their second album a little bit earlier this year called uh, soul survivor and equally as well i was turned on to this record probably in somebody's 2016 best of because I hadn't heard of them before then. Uh, So I went and checked out this um, self-titled record, 2014 release self-titled record called Adrenaline Rush. And the song that I'm going to play is a song called Black and Blue.
Yeah, I like her voice. I bought this initial album because, uh, well, she's hot, and the album cover is pretty hot. <laughs> but uh, I remember there was a lot of talk about them being hot, being new, and they're going to take over the world, and then it died off pretty quick. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I know that between the self-titled record and this latest record, Soul Survivor, they essentially lost their guitar player and their bass player and replaced them. And so, you know, that's like removing uh, the engine out of a sports car. Uh, when you remove yeah, your no guitar kidding. player and your bass player, so... But I'll tell you what, they didn't miss a beat because Soul Survivor is a great record as well. It almost made, uh, it may have, uh, I can't remember whether it made my top 10 or not, but it was right in there. Uh, if it didn't, I don't think it quite made the top 10 for me, but it was really good. Adrenaline Rush, Black and Blue. Wow. No, that's a great song. Yeah. All right. So let's go to a band we've heard of. It's interesting because... Cortini and Adrenaline Rush, maybe nobody's heard of, but I've I've talked about Bon Jovi, Hurricane, and now we're going to go to Damn Yankees. So I guess I'm picking stuff that we have heard of. So Damn Yankees, after the huge hit, High Enough, and some of the other hits they had, 92, they released an album called Don't Tread. And they actually had four singles off this album. They had uh, Don't Tread on Me and Mr. Please, which didn't chart. Silence is Broken, which I didn't think it was that great of a song, honestly, but it charted number 62. And then the biggest hit off of here was Where You Going Now, which was obviously a ballad that charted number 20. This album went to number 22, but nobody really ever talks about this album except for the ballad. I don't think this record did very well at all. I think it almost went straight to the cutout bin, which I thought was kind of uh, um, kind of bad because I really thought this record was pretty good, actually. Yeah, it it charted, but I don't know how long it stayed in the charts. I yeah. have no idea. When there's interviews with either Blades or Nugent or Shaw, they don't talk a ton about this album. And then I think there was something afterwards they did that they don't talk about at all. So, But anyway, I love Tommy Shaw. I've said it. I'll say it till I die. The guy's underrated and he's got an unbelievable voice, and it sounds easy, but it ain't easy what he's doing. But this song, uh, I absolutely love this album. And, uh, you know, they got a number called 15 Minutes of Fame.
Yeah, I, I love that song. That's that's one of the songs off this record that that I do like a lot. So I don't like it quite as much as Don't Tread, but uh, definitely I dig this song. Everyone's got a rock and roll story to tell, and we want to hear yours. So go to our website at growinguprock.com. That's one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K.com. Or visit us on our Facebook page at Growing Up Rock and tell us all about it. That's right. Everybody's got a rock and roll story to tell, and we want to know yours. So uh, you folks, let us know how we're doing. Come on to the Facebook page at growinguprock.com and let us know uh, your rock and roll story. Along with the many other things you're going to find on the website, you're also going to find our Amazon banner. And it is Christmas time, and you guys can really, really help us out a lot and do your Christmas shopping all at the same time. So one of the things we have is uh, you can click on this Amazon banner. It doesn't cost you a penny more. It takes you to the Amazon site, and you can do your shopping. But we get a little bit of a kickback for getting you there, and it helps us pay for our hosting fees, our website fees, things that cost us money to make a podcast because we don't make any money doing a podcast. We're doing out, uh, all of this out of the love of rock and roll. Isn't that right, Sonny? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I got a real job that pays the bills. <laughs> Sonny's got a real job and I got a real job. So uh, we both have to pay bills other ways. So we just do this to get away from the daily grind and talk about rock and roll and play some rock and roll. And it's, it's fun to share and interact with all the rock and rollers out there in the world. It's pretty cool, but you guys can help us out by um, going to our grownuprock.com webpage and clicking on the Amazon banner and doing your shopping. It is definitely helpful to us. And so we have had some purchases over the past few weeks that have piled up and we want to read some of those purchases to you from some of the folks that have done their Christmas shopping. And who knows, maybe one of these Christmas gifts is for you. So we've got, the first thing up is we've got 10 copies of Salting the Earth and 10 copies of Retribution, which is the new Jeff Scott Soto record and Richie Kotzen record. I wonder who bought those. Hmm. <laughs> hey, that, uh, that's a great purchase. Hmm. That is a great purchase. 10 copies of Salt in the Earth and 10 copies of Retribution. Somebody is doing some stocking stuffing there is what I'm guessing. Uh, what else we got here? Soft touch furniture caster cups, uh, hardwoods or carpeted. That's those things you put under your your furniture to slide things down on the upside. One night at McCool's. That's a movie. Down on the upside, I think is a record, but I'm not sure what record that is. Let me see. Soundgarden. Soundgarden. Okay. Lap board. Dallas Cowboys basic knit hat, which. He must be a Cowboys fan. Goody Hair Products, family set of six combs. All righty then. Dunlop Shell Plastic Thumb Picks. Calico Tech Stand Black. Samsung Chromebook. All right. Somebody's getting a Chromebook. Good stuff. Uh, SanDisk Extreme 16 gig. Uh, it's memory card. Uh, Heavy-duty magnetized shower curtain. Somebody's getting clean. 
heavy-duty rolling snow pusher shovel. Somebody's shoveling snow. A Canon uh, camera. Uh, somebody's taking pictures. A Toro gutter cleaner. Somebody's doing home maintenance. Sounds like not fun. <laughs> and by not fun, I mean not fun. Not fun, yeah. Uh, Kodak Doc uh, for photo printer. Uh, NFL football light-up team logo scarf. Dallas Cowboys. Somebody's a Cowboys fan. ETA hand-to-mine ceramic bar magnets. No clue. Toro Powerplex brushless blower, I think, is what that sounds like to me. If it's not, then... Who knew? Uh, and a copy of Super Unknown, another Soundgarden record. So awesome, awesome list. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all those folks that clicked on the Amazon banner and went and did their shopping at Amazon. It totally helps us out. Helps us just a little bit pay for those fees or basically get us to where we can pay for a little bit of those fees. Because other than that, everything's coming out of the pocket. You can go there, click on that Amazon banner right after you hear this episode, and you can go and look and purchase this next record that I'm going to talk about. So I love Tora Tora. Uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. They put out some really, really good records. Wild America, the debut record, Surprise Attack, that was in 89, released in 89. Revolution, a little bit later on. That's a more recent record. But if you don't remember these guys, go check them out. Tor Tora, they're a Memphis band. And the song I'm going to play is off the debut record, Surprise Attack. I am going to play a song called 28 Days.
Hey, this is Anthony Corder with Tora Tora, and you're listening to Growing Up Rock Podcast. Man, I love that riff. Tora Tora is definitely an underrated band, and I'm checking my concert archives, and I saw them at the end of 89 open for LA Guns. Thank God I got to see them at least once. All right, so this will make sense in a minute or so. Ladies and gentlemen, TKO has the floor. What the hell does that mean? Well, because of the Kiss Cruise and Bob Kulik and Bruce Kulik playing together, Todd Kearns has finally got some play. Have you heard any Todd Kearns music? I have not. This is the first song that I went and listened to. I knew who Todd Kearns was, but I did not know he had his own records out, I'll be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. He is a Canadian guy. Uh, lead singer for Age of Electric, Static and Stereo. He plays in the Sin City Sinners. Lead sings for them, too. He's a bass player in Slash. He's got his own solo stuff. So if you have not heard any Todd Kearns, and the last name is K-E-R-N-S, he's getting a lot of play out there because, I mean, he killed it on the Kiss Cruise. There's absolutely And apparently he's really good friends with Eddie Trunk. But then again, who isn't? Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. But, uh <laughs> He's got a great voice. He's got a great songwriting style. He can plug in and knock your head off. He can unplug, and it can be a dinner night out and a great show acoustically. So the guy's got it all. If you haven't given it, uh, Todd Kearns a chance, check out the album. It's called TKO. It got released in 2016. He's got a bunch of albums, but TKO is the one I would start with. It's available on iTunes. But the song that we're going to play for you in our Color by Numbers flair is Red, White, Black, and Blue by Todd Kearns. Ladies and gentlemen, TKO has the floor.
Yep, cool. I dig that song. I went and listened to it out today on Spotify, and uh, I like that song, so I'm going to definitely be checking out some of those records because he's got a few records, and I mean, like I said, I knew who he was. I just didn't know he had his own records out, so he's a talented guy, so for sure. Yeah. All right. I'm up. So yep. I'm going to talk about a band called Linum. Uh, L-Y-N-A-M, Linum. The lead singer Linum has done Adler's Appetite, um, and Linum has been around for a little while. They've done a lot of these cruises. They've done a lot of these festivals, but they've never really broke out as a huge band. They're from Auburn, Alabama, which is essentially kind of right around the corner from Atlanta. I went and saw them a while back because I saw they were playing and I've seen them open up for Cinderella and I've seen them open up for a few other bands and they were really good. And I really liked their records a lot. They just don't get a whole lot of play, but uh, I went and saw them at a sports club because I saw they were in town and I was like, okay, this will be cool right around the corner. And they were basically just paying the bills. So they were doing three sets of rock and roll cover songs so it was sort of a disappointment for me because i wanted to hear them play their records because that's what i went to hear but they've got a song they've got a record that they put out in 2008 called tragic city symphony uh and the song i selected off of this record is a song called white trash superstar sonny have you ever heard of this band do you know anything about this band yeah, so I, I uh, kind of learned of them through happenstance. So um, I've never been a streamer, so I never really did Apple Music, Spotify, and any of that stuff. And before I started listening to podcasts, I would what I would do is I have a Amazon wish list, and if I heard of a band that I like, I would throw the that I want the CD or whatever on the wish list, so my wife would have somewhere to go to see what I would like. Right. Well, if you buy something off that Amazon wish list or you put something on the wish list, it'll give you a, you might also like this. And I bought two or three albums or I'd put two or three albums on the wish list. And this band's name kept coming up. And I'm like, why do these guys keep going? Who the hell is this? So I go to YouTube, listen to a couple of songs. Oh, they're pretty cool. So I bought a couple of albums. So that's kind of how I found out about them. Right on. All right. So, from the Tragic City Symphony record in 2008, this is Linum, White Trash Superstar. Yeah. 
yeah, you gotta love that little banjo start. It's got kind of an 80s sleaze to it yeah. with, you know, a warrant type feeling <laughs> with that little banjo thing. It's, I mean, if you like the music that we like, whether you want to call it hair metal or whatever, these guys are dead in the vein. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, go check out those those two records, Tragic City Symphony and, um, oh, shoot, uh, the other record is escaping me, but uh, the one that they put out right before that one, those are both really, really good records uh, from front to, front to back. All right, so uh, my last pick is going to be probably the heaviest band we play uh, on this episode, and uh, they are definitely not uh, saporific, I could tell you that, because they don't have anything that'll put you to sleep. And the band is called Icarus Witch. So they've been around a while, basically probably about 10 or 12 years. If you've never heard Icarus Witch, they sound a little bit like Iced Earth. They've got like a Megadeth, Megadeth vibe too, but uh, Matt Bazilia, who's the lead vocalist, he's got a higher register than Mustaine does, so it sounds a little bit better in my opinion. But these guys, before they really started releasing their albums, they released an EP called Roses on White Lace, which is uh, after the Alice Cooper song. Alice had released this on Raise Your Fist and Yell in 87. And uh, I don't know, have you ever heard this song, Roses on White Lace? I have not, not before today. I mean, I went okay. and, I went okay. and checked it out earlier today. Yeah, it's kind of a lost Alice album, right? Because Raise Your Fist and Yell, you know, some Alice fans are getting off the train at this point. But you want to talk super group. This this group was Alice, Kip, Kane Roberts, Kip Winger, Kane Roberts, Paul Taylor, Ken Mary. Like, this is a super group, right? So, uh, but, you know, I really like the songs, but I don't think it ever really got a shot. So Icarus Witch does this cover. And I will tell you, I'm an Alice fan, and this cover is better than Alice's original. So give it a shot. The band's called Icarus Witch, and the song is called Roses on White Lace.
Hollywood doing his best performance right before the intro of that song. Right again. Uh, dude, I can't sing like Matt. That's the problem. <laughs> I got more of an Alice Cooper voice than I got a Matt voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, that was good. I dig that. All right, so that brings us to the end of this thing. Uh, and so I saved mine for last because I kind of want double uh, points for this last pick. I want double credit. That's why I saved it. It should for- be triple. <laughs> why should it be why should it be triple because it got, got two, two colors? colors in the name all right well maybe triple so either way so so i've certainly talked over the years about black and blue it's a band that i like i've discovered them early on uh when they put that um single on the metal massacre compilation back in the early 80s so uh, i've been into black and blue for a long time of course a lot of people know black and blue because of tommy thayer's now in kiss uh, and this was his first band but they put out some really solid records of course um two of the records nasty nasty and uh in heat were produced by gene simmons he did some co-writing as well And the song that I'm going to select, so first of all, Black and Blue, so I get credit because the band name, hello, (laughs) two colors, and then then I get triple credit, Uh, so if we were playing Scrabble, it'd be like a whole shitload of points, but anyway, the name of the song is quite simply entitled 12 O'Clock High. Here we come like a hurricane, bigger than life. Get ready for a chain reaction. Twelve o'clock tonight. I'm in a real rub in your town. Dusty me. We're looking for some reaction. You know what I mean, yeah. Before you know it, the call strikes in. Give me the spotlight. Woo!
I love it that that song starts with just the vocal, but I'm not a, I, you know, I'm a casual black and blue fan compared to you, but his voice is a little raspier on the song, right? He's always had a little bit of rasp to him. I mean, he sounds like he always does to me. Uh, yeah. Maybe because there was it was a cappella at the beginning, there's a little bit of uh, rasp that comes to it. But I mean, I always like this band. They're a solid rock band. Their records, to me, usually their records are pretty good for me, so uh, front to back. Uh, it's just you know, I mean, they're no nothing crazy, no frills, nothing. They're certainly not my favorite band, but um, they're definitely a respectable band that I like a lot. So yeah, uh, solo rips in that song. Woo. Yeah. Soul is really good. You wanted the best, and you got the best. The hottest band in the world, Kiss. It's time for your historic moment on Growing Up Rock. Okay, so for the historic moment, as soon as the idea came up of Color by Numbers, the first band that popped in my head was Black Veil Brides, and I'm not sure why, because I'm not a super huge fan of Black Veil Brides, but I was like, oh, they did a Kiss song. We should play that song. So they had the opportunity to cover Unholy and to not only do a great job, I think they did a great job with it, but they also brought in some help, and Zach Wilde is actually doing the solo uh, in the song. So this is a rip inversion of Unholy. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're going to have me thinking about that number thing because nothing pops in my head. But watch when we get off this phone, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. oh 100,000 years. Oh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> I know there was some. There's others, too. but I There's got to be. Yeah, yeah, there has to be. Isn't, uh, there like, isn't there a million song or something? Well, that's not the numbers, though. It's a million to one. But a million to one? 2,000 man? 2,000 man. That was something else I thought about earlier. That's so cool. Something for sure. All right. So this concludes the first episode of Colored by Numbers. Uh, hopefully you guys dug the music that we played because I think we played some pretty killer rock and roll. So we appreciate everybody out there sharing and liking. Go leave us some reviews. Go do some of your shopping through our Amazon link because that helps us out. What else, Sonny? Uh, we're going to start talking about uh, this uh, Kiss Expo that we're going to be at. Yep. And we we have a table, uh, Vinnie Vincent Kiss Expo, and we definitely want you to stop by the table. Just say hi. If nothing else, I don't know, punch me in the head if that makes you <laughs> feel better. Uh, but uh, uh, we're going to have a table there, so we definitely want to meet some fans. And it's possible that, you know, because we're going to be there all day, that we might be supporific. <laughs> 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 Had to get that in one last time, dude. Yeah, yeah, got to. These people haven't been drinking enough for this episode to be good. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but anyway, yeah, for sure, come by. We'll talk more about that in the upcoming uh, weeks. That Everybody's going to be at the uh, Kiss Expo here in Atlanta uh, in, was that early February, right? Or no, late January. Late January, January 20th, I think, is the date for that. So we'll talk more about that. Go check out the Spotify playlist for this week. I got to change it up. I'm going to get to changing that tomorrow morning, but I put it out there on Facebook. I put a Spotify playlist together every week. It's what I use to run with. So it's like usually 10, 11, 12 songs that I add to the playlist each week. Uh, Hopefully some new stuff, some classic stuff, um, but just some stuff for you to check out. If you don't, I'm not even sure you need to have a subscription to Spotify to listen to it. I put the link up. uh, So go follow the Spotify, Grown Up Rock Spotify playlist. Uh, What do we call it? The Grown Up Rock, Rock and Run yeah. yeah, grown up rock and run playlist. That's the name of it. So, yeah. add on the eighth day onto your next playlist. Uh, what is it on the eighth day? God created rock and roll. It's a kiss song. And okay. On the eighth day, remember that? Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna add some songs as soon as I get off this podcast. I'm gonna talk to Sonny and we're gonna put a playlist together. And that's the one good thing about our playlist is that it's coming from us. Nobody else is putting that together. So definitely, you know, some of these uh, some of these people out there, they got playlists that somebody else puts together for them. But this is our playlist. We're handpicking these songs, damn it. So go check them out. All right, Sonny. Let's shuffle, rattle, and roll. See you later. Later. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys. <laughs> Thank you.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 